You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Now plug yourself in the ass. It's the time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Welcome back, everybody, because I'm assuming that you're listening to everyone that we've done already, and this is the second to last one on Sunday. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Um, this is probably going to come out on Monday, I feel. Yeah. So Monday, you're listening to... <laughs> continuation of everything we've been doing and this is nine to five if you forgot um and this is the go fringe yourself audio buzz series right uh, i have keith here who's going to tell us all about the shows that he went to go see on saturday in particularly look at this guy look at this guy starring james mcgee as we mentioned uh we had james mcgee on the interview series we had him uh, coming on talking about this show so kind of owed it to ourselves to uh, to go check out what uh what james tried so hard to make us not check out because if you <laughs> listen to the episode james basically went on and on about how terrible it was going to be and how he was generally the worst <laughs> uh yeah. but so i didn't go exactly you were like james message received i'm not going to this show but i decided to go anyway um first thing that i could definitely tell you was that james had a pretty uh, big audience which i mean i guess is playing That's he's awesome. he's playing on home court as as it were <laughs> he's uh james is very active uh at the montreal improv theater and yeah. he's the venue that he's performing at is the montreal improv theater which i feel like maybe helped him a be comfortable at that space and b I mean, probably could have just told half of the people that he improvs with to show, show up to up. every show. Yeah. So it maybe maybe also happened. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to reduce the achievement of having a pretty big crowd on Saturday. But I feel like playing at the theater that you are already a member of might help your your audience numbers. So he bribed them. He bribed them definitely with okay. cake and candy. Sweet. Um, so this is a, a one-man show where it's uh, a lot of character work where it's always sort of a, a series of monologues through uh, the voices of different characters. The uh, The basic framing is the character that he introduced to or spoke about on the interview episode, which is a orchestral conductor who uh, basically for one reason or another, uh, Kent is no longer able to be a conductor and he's kind of like falling okay. in love and or breaking up with a woman it's a it's very it's a little difficult to catch the the, the nuances of what the characters are going because very few of them spell out why they're in the situation yeah and uh, then james basically uh as james mentioned in the interview it the the theme the exploration of the theme that's kind of going on uh throughout the whole entire show is creative people who are either not doing what they want to be creatively or aren't where they're at creatively or okay. have uh, kind of um, compromised their, uh, their 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 artistry in, yeah. in one way or another. Uh, I'll read you the description from uh, from James's show. Uh, it says, on a daily basis during our normal routines, we pass by and encounter many people. On occasion, we take notice of some of those people, the people that stop us dead in our tracks everyday people who capture our attention and imagination yeah what attracts us to those people they are the eccentrics the outlandish the bizarre the ragamuffins the absurd look at this guy is a boisterous comedic piece that will explore these people okay uh so like i said there's the orchestral um conductor we were introduced to another guy who's that uh that's a, a sleazy kind of washed-up Italian lounge singer on a cruise ship. <laughs> uh, there's another one who's a um, 
a former, basically a, like a redneck comedian, kind of like a Larry the Cable guy or a Jeff Foxworthy type who is now a marriage counselor. Oh. And uh, there's also a sandwich, <laughs> uh, a talking sandwich. Spoilers. That, spoilers. There's a talking sandwich. And it's not that much of a spoiler. You can kind of see when he brings it out that he's, there's going to be a talking sandwich. And then there's finally a uh, a guy who's kind of like down on his luck and uh, lost his uh, lost his job. And all these people kind of had something creative and something going on with them. And uh, what I will say is James does a, a very good job of uh, flipping in and out of these different characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all very, very distinct. Okay. Where you're not kind of like, oh, that's... That's still James doing, like, whatever. he. So, like, his whole body language and everything changes exactly. as well? Changes his, changes his voice, changes his accent, changes his body language, changes his costume, quick costume change. So, and he's become very, very... Okay, because when you said flips back and forth, I was picturing him, like, on, um, like... Right side of the stage, left side of the stage. No, 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 no. They stage, are they're, like they're switching in and out. No, no, no. There's but clear, he actually has like full character outfits and things yeah, like that, and you can cl- really clearly tell who he's being. Yeah, exactly. There's clear, okay. clear changes when he uh, when he switches over. Again, his, uh, his I think his his wrestling uh, personas that he's uh, that he's done over the years, or at mm-hmm. least working a crowd in wrestling, really plays to his strength. He I mean you wouldn't have not to say. That this is his first time in a one-man show because I mean, again, having worked, uh, having worked numbers of wrestling events, he, he's done dozens of shows, if not hundreds of shows, probably at this point so in time, low, yeah. where he's been alone in a ring, and obviously he's also done the improv. But it's if you were to go there and see him alone on stage, sort of addressing the crowd, working the crowd, talking to them, and and like sort of like drawing off their energies and stuff. Cool. He's a complete and total natural at doing that, which I mean is not really that surprising since he is a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as as his side project, I guess I don't know where he's at right now in his career. Which one? Which one t- is taking the front? Be it like stage stuff or wrestling stuff? He's doing both. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I don't know which one is theoretically more important to him. Uh, so yeah, so there's a there's a little bit of a, a kind of a narrative involving the orchestral guy's uh, love story and uh, and then you kind of get to meet these other people and like as you said these are all different different people that if you kind of saw on the street you'd sort of be like hey ah, I'm gonna say it look at this guy oh. look at this guy right here and then and I don't want to spoil the ending but uh, the ending is a uh, a moving audio uh, audience participation segment where uh, you're you're gonna kind of you know Get the vibe for the entire film and feel like you're for the entire film, the entire room, room, and really feel like you were just part of something. That's oh, a, cool! It wraps up really strong, and you're like, okay, that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I ran into James uh, real quick afterwards, and he was uh, he seemed really really happy with it. Nice. Uh, which is good. He, which he completely you did not feel before the show. I'm sure somewhere inside of him. He feels like he knew it was going to be a pretty good show, but I would say it's a really, a really, really fun uh, one-man show that, uh, like I said, explores a little bit of the creativity. Like, as in one of the characters, the Italian singer guy is more kind of washed up, never really got to where he could have been. Yeah. Uh, the sandwich is uh, kind of a giant sellout, and he's like a huge celebrity. Um, the those sandwiches are assholes. <coughs> sandwiches are total assholes. So and the um the, the the comedian guy is kind of used to have 
fame and then messed it up. Kind okay. Of thing. So it's like, it's always yeah, people so sort it's of like, like, you know, like stories like this, basically, and he's putting in like all these characters into yeah, exactly. one basically room slash person. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and kind of just telling expl- a story. Exactly. And exploring sort of how, how this sort of went wrong for, uh, okay, for cool. each of them. So it's, a, it's, it's kind of dark even. Yeah, little... I kind of got that when he was doing the interview, which yeah. is like kind of intriguing as well. Is like, ooh, these sound. This doesn't sound so like happy-go-lucky. It sounds more like dark comedy. Yeah, if you, if you, I mean, I, I don't know how happy-go-lucky you would be if you went to go see a flyer of the guy who was in a bathtub full of Barbie, Barbie dolls. Yeah, but like you know, the fr- there's another Fringe poster where he's, you know, he looks dapper in a tuxedo with his crazy like hair and screaming. Right. But you know. So yeah, I would definitely recommend. Uh, I would recommend look at this guide for anyone who is a fan of a of actual like I said. This is, I mean, um, James does come from a improv background. Yeah. But this is not improv. This is fully scripted. This yeah. is uh, like it's he wrote all the dialogue. I don't know. If maybe there m- there might be a few little breaks from the scripts here and there, with depending on how the audience is reacting. But which makes sense, which he can totally do if he wanted to. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I would recommend this to anybody who kind of likes. Uh, it's it's not. I mean, like most solo shows these days are more kind of either comedy based or storytelling based, mm-hmm. and this is really character based. It's not really telling a story. Like I mean, obviously I said there is a, there is a through line and there's yeah, a, yeah. a story that is told, but it's he's not telling the stories of details. It's more a character a character. character piece. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'd recommend that. Uh, g- the look at this guy is at the and I mentioned already the Montreal Improv yep. Theater, and the next showtime that you guys could go see. I'm sorry, it's loading up right now. We are Sunday, either Monday 9:45 if you're listening to this on Monday, and after that, James has almost the whole week off. Uh, the next one's going to be on Friday the 19th at midnight. Ooh, so like. Last show of the night before going to the 13th hour. Exactly. And it's, it's pretty the, close. So It is. It's around the know. corner from the 13th hour. So if you want to plan your Friday night, that way you can do it. So uh, go friend yourself, everybody. Uh, if you see us at the Fringe, say hi. Tweet at us. Talk to us. Add us on Facebook. Like us. We're very uh, sociable. At least I am. Sarah's not. Walter's approachable. Probably avoid Walter, I feel. Like Leland. If you see Leland, say hi to Leland. Yeah. Because Leland and Walter are together. Just don't talk to Walter. He's... It's very good. He's on edge, you guys. <laughs> just, like, just leave female Walter and Walter alone a little bit right now. There you go. <laughs> Have fun at the fringe, everybody. Okay. Bye. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?